0: I we've sold right now I've covered twenty six states, including Hawaii. Oh I'm wow. A, aiming for fifty.
1: Yeah, that's a great goal. I love that. That's very it makes it kind of fun too.
0: But we, we do a lot of the um you know local craft fairs. I do the New England um pet expo. Um that's one of my biggest sellers. You know, with the personality and talking, it's easy.
1: Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. In this episode, I'm talking to a small business owner who had a problem and created a product to solve it. It sounds pretty simple, but that's what sets entrepreneurs apart from everyone else. We see a problem and we have to solve it. That's how Lisa Fisher Monroe thinks too. In this interview, Lisa shares her experience selling her dog mom focused products at local markets and through her online store via Instagram. She's passionate about supporting other women through cottage sewing programs and fabric makers on Etsy and shares why it's important to have relationships with your suppliers. Another great takeaway from this conversation is to have fun with your goal setting. Maybe you wanna join Lisa in her goal of having a customer in all 50 states. Speaking of goal setting and women supporting women, Are you a member of the Wear Wag Repeat Labs Facebook group? Go to Facebook and search for Wear Wag Repeat Labs. I call it a lab because it's a special place where we can learn, experiment, and investigate ideas to grow your pet industry business. The women of Wear Wag Repeat Labs are here to help you with creative ideas, goal setting, and their best Instagram tips. Head over to Facebook and request to join the group today. Meet Lisa Fisher-Monroe. She's the pop company's CEO, creative director, designer, seamstress. Heck, she does it all from her cozy workshop in Birch Harbor, Maine. Lisa was born in Argentina, raised in New Hampshire, and spent quite a bit of time with her mother's family in NYC, which sparked her passion for the arts. She dabbles in silversmithing, stained glass, knitting, photography, and design, but it was her sewing skills and business savvy that helped her build pop. Lisa's Maltese and Yorkie mix, Harley, inspired her to create the original Purse of Pockets, aka Pop. Harley is a therapy dog, and the two often travel to visit hospitals and nursing homes. Lisa was frustrated by juggling two bags along on every trip. She had the idea to create one bag that could hold it all. There's pockets for everything, including poop bags, treats, and your car keys. Suddenly, Lisa had a business on her hands. Through Pop, Lisa supports other small USA based businesses and uses sustainably produced organic waxed cotton canvas that makes her bags last a lifetime. Ever the animal lover, Lisa donates 1% of her profits to her local animal shelter. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you, Tori. I'm really excited to talk with you. I This is our first time speaking, but I can just tell from your photos that you have like an extra-sized personality.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm a hairdresser as
1: well, so we come with them. <laughs> well, then you know how to talk if you're a hairdresser, so this is going to be a good interview. Yes, uh, thank you. So, tell us about your therapy dog visits with Harley, who's a Morky, um, and those visits inspired you to create the Pop Bag. What, what exactly, uh, what was happening on those visits before you created this bag?
0: Well, the, I had a friend that had a stroke, and she was in the hospital for a long time. So, I would always travel with having my purse and the dog's purse, basically, and. I came up with in a snowstorm in the middle of the winter in Maine, decided to create a bag that would carry all our stuff together, and I used my purse, my pop bag, as an everyday purse, but it has a poopy bag, the emergency leash. And because of that, I started taking um, Harley to therapy classes to get certified because I saw how much joy we go visit other people in the hospital other than my friend.
1: Yeah. That's so wonderful. I, my, one of my dogs is a therapy dog as well. And I, when I take my dogs out, I usually wear a fanny pack just to hold their stuff. And so that I can be like hands-free kind of. But the problem is that there's nowhere to put a water bottle or when I have the collapsible water bowl and I put it back in, it's wet and it gets everything wet. So the bag that you created has how many different pockets? I know there's a lot of pockets.
0: It's a lot of pockets. It's eight outside, eight inside.
1: Oh, nice. So you can keep your wet water bowl away from the treats and everything so it doesn't all get messed up. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: And did you start making this bag yourself?
0: Yes. Like I said, in the middle of a snowstorm, I got the sewing machine out. And my husband's like, really? What you doing up there? (laughs) And so from that, that was two and a half years ago. I kept creating and coming up with the perfect ideal. We started with snaps. We now have zippers. Now now we're working with organic leather, vegan leather, excuse me. So it just keeps evolving as we go.
1: Well, and what I think is so interesting in all the people I've interviewed over 100 people on this show so far, all women, um, is like what sets an entrepreneur apart is that you took an idea and instead of just making it for yourself, you decided to make it a business. So why did, why did you decide to go that route rather than just making a purse just for yourself?
0: Well, I was finding that there was nothing out there like that when I do, you know, they would have the fanny pack ones, but I wanted something that was practical, useful, and you could use it every day as an everyday bag and and look stylish and last forever. And I had so many um, customers, st- hair customers, um, that everybody wanted one and it just started evolving from there.
1: Yeah, that I I think that's... Really nice when things happen organically, like that. It was just kind of word of mouth, I guess, how it got started. Mm-hmm, correct. And then now you've expanded your line, so now you have um, airline carriers and the pet owner's purse, which is different than the original pop bag. Um, tell us about those different styles and and why you decided to add more styles.
0: Well, the airline carrier, somebody had asked me for they, and I do most of my um big majority of my selling on Instagram. And so with talking with people is they were tired of a bag that was, you know, plastic and just would fall apart. And they, you know, they wanted a nice airline bag. So it had the mesh and we love creating that. It's every detail is incorporated into it.
1: So what are some of the special details you have on the airline carrier?
0: The airline has a um, luggage handle, so it slides over the handle of your luggage. Um, and it has mesh on the side and the mesh on the top, which zips up. It's made out of the same organic wax canvas, which holds up very well. Um, has the pockets inside. We've added some zippers for security reasons. And the mesh on the top actually rolls up and we have straps that hold it back and you still have your emergency leash.
1: Yeah. And I've seen the pet carrier. Unfortunately, my dogs weigh 70 and 80 pounds. (laughs) So I would need a really big carrier. (laughs) Um, But I, I have seen your carriers. And although I'm not an expert by any means on those kind of things, I, it looks just like a tote bag, you know, so it's nice. It's not Something that looks like the old when when I was growing up and we used to take our cats to the vet and we would have to shove them in this horrible carrier bag.
0: <laughs> right. Um, exactly.
1: What you've created, like you can actually carry it around and nobody would think anything of it.
0: Exactly. And so from the airline carrier, the pet purse has evolved. And now that has a little cutout for the dog's head. It zips them in. And that that's just meant for. You know, going out to a restaurant, a bar, bringing your dog with you.
1: Right. Or just going on errands with your dog. Yeah.
0: And it's cool because both dogs, I actually have two dogs. Um, we have another one, also her sister. But they get in those bags and they just fall asleep. You wouldn't even know they're there.
1: Yeah, that's so sweet. It's like their little home. They feel safe in there.
0: Exactly.
1: So um, you've been in business for a couple of years with the pop bag. um, And you mentioned that you sell a lot of stuff through Instagram. So I was I was wondering um, what your most successful way to sell your bags? Is it through your online shop or um, in person at a store or if you do pop-up markets? You know, what is proven to be the best way to sell them?
0: I do some shows. I try to keep them local. You know, um, I like supporting the area. Um, my biggest seller is through Instagram, which now is a wonderful, you know, avenue to direct people to your website. I we've sold right now. I've covered twenty six states, including Hawaii. Oh I'm wow! A- aiming for fifty.
1: Yeah, that's a great goal. I love that. That's very. It makes it kind of fun too. But we we do a lot of the um,
0: you know local craft fairs. I do the New England um, Pet Expo. Um, that's one of my biggest sellers, you know, with the personality and talking, it's easy.
1: Yeah. And probably letting people see things in person too helps.
0: Exactly. And, and we do a lot of custom orders and I find that custom orders are, you know, more through Instagram, and the website.
1: Do you find that doing custom orders, um, is is kind of difficult to manage or are you making everything to order anyhow so it's not a big deal?
0: I have a good size inventory for people that can just order offline, but the custom orders people really like is it's made it's taking and making a bag for them. You know, special. So different colors outside, different colors inside, you know, maybe a little tweak here or there. Not difficult at all. I love being able to help somebody else or supply something that they enjoy.
1: Well, so speaking of all the different colors and everything, you have um, really nice materials. So you mentioned that you use organic waxed cotton and you now have vegan leather that you added. How do you source your materials? Because um, as someone who dabbles in sewing you know, mm-hmm. I think it can be hard to find nice quality fabrics that you like, and especially um, ones that are, you know, sustainable and and animal friendly as well.
0: The the um, wax canvas I was lucky enough to find through Etsy um, is a woman in Texas. She actually hand dips the canvas in beeswax, triple oh, wow. dips it, so it's all you know. It actually smells like honey when I receive it. Um, so just doing lots of research, same with the vegan leather, which we just added. Um, again, I want it res, um, sourced my supplier at least out of the United States. And I do a lot through Etsy.
1: And so like when you're, when you're buying fabric through Etsy, do you usually, you know, email the person and kind of build a relationship with them at all? Because, you oh. know, it is so nice to have like that small business community, I guess.
0: Exactly. Um, that's what I look for is other small businesses that help each other. And so I do a lot of communication. Um, the wax canvas woman, Jill, she's fabulous. We have a, a very, um, comfortable relationship. So I can ask her a question anytime. The vegan leather, like I said, it's new, but the woman I'm working with now is phenomenal. I still love being able to support another small business.
1: Yeah, and it's so nice to be able to have someone you can call or email, I guess, um, Mm -hmm. and, and get that kind of personal attention. That's what's different about working with small businesses than, you know, big made in China productions or something. Do you ever discover a fabulous new tool to run your business and wonder why you didn't know about it sooner? That used to happen to me all the time. Luckily, through this podcast, I've asked over 100 women what their favorite tools, apps, and resources are to run their pet industry businesses. I put their recommendations in one place, and I'm so happy that I can share that list with you. Discover over 150 apps, tools, and even the best squeaker to get the perfect doggy photo. It's all in the Wear, Wag, Repeat resource guide. The guide is totally free. Just go to wearwagrepeat.com slash guide and you can get your paws on it. Um, so the pop company is part-time for you. And I'm always so interested to, whenever I talk to someone who, uh, it, you know, it's so hard to tell online when you see something because it's it seems like, you know, you put a lot of time and effort into this, <laughs> and so <laughs> I, I was surprised that it was part time. Um, but you also do other things, like you mentioned, you're a hairdresser. Um, how do you do? You have any advice for people on how to manage your time juggling all these different responsibilities and jobs?
0: So you know, with my hairdresser, I've been doing it a long time. I Have wonderful clientele. I've brought. I've owned three salons, so I'm very good at managing my time. Um, I get up early, five o'clock. And oh, wow.
1: That's very early. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's what we do up here in Maine. The sun goes down earlier too. Um, lists, I make lists, constant. I have an ADD personality. So I'm also very, um, when I'm interested in something, I'm very focused and I'm able to spread my time around. You know, I might be blow drying somebody's hair and thinking of You know, something I need to do for the pop company, but my attention's still there with them.
1: I'm sorry. I just lost my train of thought. (laughs) As you were saying that, I was also kind of like, oh, what do I have to do? (laughs) You got me going down a a rabbit hole.
0: (laughs) My favorite is driving in a car and I have a half an hour ride and it's a beautiful ride. And that's where most of my work gets done mentally.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I actually, I don't really have to drive in my car, but I walk my dogs. Um, mm-hmm. And we usually go for like an hour long walk every day. And I, I love listening to podcasts because I get so many ideas. But then I have to stop every block to take notes on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I've gotten all these ideas as I'm just walking around.
0: One quick thing. Also, one thing I have done. So now I've added I've Supported our local community. I've added cottage sewers. We call them. So uh, I I personally am not sewing anymore. I'm doing the marketing and running the business Photography. I'm the model taking care of the dogs therapy. So but I have um, Right now I have four sewers. So they make the bags. I do the designing and they're fabulous women They sew from their house which is a great concept. It's comfortable for them and it works wonderful.
1: Yeah, that's such a wonderful way to support other women too. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can supplement their income by by picking up some sewing jobs. So did you kind of create the patterns and then provide that to them or kind of work together so that they knew what to make?
0: Pretty much I come up with the pattern and the design. Um, I'm not a uh, you know designer pattern maker so I have the concept I have one particular woman that we work very closely together and she can tell me she has the technical skills to tell me if it will work or if it won't work
1: that is so important to have someone like that because mm-hmm. you know there's a million great ideas out there but then you find out it's like really complicated to execute <laughs> Exactly. Um, So another way that you give back to the community too is by working with your local animal shelter. So um, you give a portion of your profits back to your local animal shelter. And can you tell us a little bit about that shelter and um, why you chose to support them?
0: Oh, yes. Actually, it's not a shelter. It's it's an organization that uh, helps pet owners with their uh, vet bills and feeding um in the look because we're in a very rural area so you know if somebody's um short on money and they can't buy dog food they'll contact this company it's a wonderful wonderful organization um it just supports this area in itself
1: what a great cause what is it called in case someone wants to look it up
0: it's called hardy's friends and it's based out of goolsboro maine wonderful people they're fabulous.
1: Yeah. What a great cause. You don't hear about too many nonprofits like that. Um, but, you know, I think that a lot of people end up giving their dogs up to shelters because they can't afford vet bills or things like that. I just was talking to someone about that the other day.
0: Exactly. And that's why that it's so important. Um, amazing how many people just dro- I see drop by and the bags of dog food that they're giving to them you know, it's not always just about the money. We love being able to write that check at the end of the year, but we do a lot of raffles and um, donations and support for them.
1: Yeah. how That's so wonderful. What a, what a great organization. I have to look that up and learn see if there's something like that in my area too. Tell us about your dogs because you, you know, have Harley, of course, who's now the therapy dog. Uh, and then you mentioned you have a second dog as well. Tell us about them.
0: Yes. So Brady is the second model. She, a friend of mine had met Harley and said the next litter she's, I would like one of them. So we got the sister. She got the sister um, a year later and had her for a number of years. Unfortunately, my friend has passed away. So Brady has come into our life in a bit of very bittersweet. The sisters like being with each other, but not so much. (laughs) <laughs> you know, you know, they, they act like sisters, you know? <laughs> so Now, if you go on my website, you'll see Brady is more the model. She's taken over the role. And she's also, I took her to pet partners and she is now a therapy dog also.
1: Oh, nice. They look like a lot of fun and they do look like, uh, I can see that they're sisters.
0: Yeah. They're sweet dogs, both of them. And they both go to the salon and they give cust- <laughs> customers therapy every day.
1: Yeah, that I mean that is true that I actually started going to a dentist specifically because he ha- he brings his dog to the office. <laughs> and the dog will sit on your lap while you're getting your teeth cleaned and it's just like the greatest thing ever.
0: Oh, absolutely. I love that dentist. <laughs>
1: Um, so Lisa, tell us, um, I'm always curious, especially since you juggle so many things do, you know, you mentioned list making lists helps you stay organized mm-hmm. a lot, but are there any other kind of apps or tools or a book or anything else that you use to stay organized and run your business, your business is cause you've got multiple things going on.
0: Yep. Um, you know, as I use my iPhone for my notes, um, photography, editing, Snapseed, I love Mm. I just, is one of my favorites. It's fabulous. Audiobooks, I listen to podcasts. As I've listened to a number of yours. Um, iPhone, iPad, you know, are the two biggest things. But as as far as apps, um, I just got a uh, Pivo, which is a um, great photography tool for anybody on Instagram wants to play around with something.
1: What is that?
0: It's a little, um, you put your iPhone in it and it will follow you. There's a number of different, I'm still on the learning curve with it, but it's a really cool new, um, product that just came out.
1: Yeah. I think I've seen actually an Instagram ad for that. That looks really cool. Do you like it?
0: Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm still on the learning curve. You know, it's the whole, (laughs) Oh wait, no, didn't do that right, but it's a lot of fun. (laughs) It's a lot of fun to play with.
1: Okay. I might have to get this. What's it called? A pivot. Pivo. Pivo. Okay, I'm going to have to look that up because I really want to do more videos this year and it looks like that really makes it easier.
0: It does. It does. There's so many cool things with it I can't even explain. (laughs) Like I said, there's a learning curve, but it's fun.
1: Yeah, well, I know. And sometimes I think I only tap into like 1% of the capability (laughs) of (laughs) the technology. You know, like our phones can do so much and I really only use it, for like the camera and the calculator, <laughs> mm-hmm. so but that's really cool. So we're, I'm gonna have to check out Pippo. That's that's a yeah. really good tip. Well, Lisa, it's been so fun having you on. Um, I hope that everyone is inspired to to check out your products and what you've done. I think it's um, really innovative to, to take an idea and most importantly to solve a problem um, that you were firsthand having and that many other people are obviously having. And and your product. Sort of solves that problem for them. So tell us where we can go online to find the pop company.
0: Well, um, I'm on Shopify. The pop company It's the pop company.com. And I think I'm on the top of the Google search now. Oh, good. So it's fabulous. Um, you can find me at Instagram, um, the pop company zero zero, Facebook, pop company zero zero.
1: Oh great! Awesome. And well, you thank can, you so much.
0: You get to see video uh, photos of these beautiful little dogs. They wear sunglasses, hats. They they the the best models ever.
1: Yes, it's like you come for the purses and you stay for the dogs.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone, go check it out, and um, and you can even order a custom style. If you're interested, you'll, you can have Lisa create any color combination that you want, I guess. Correct. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank
0: you, Tori. It was wonderful. Say hi to Lucy and Bert. Oh, I will.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What did you like most about this episode? Find me on Instagram at TeamMystic Mystic and let me know what intrigued you or what questions you have about starting or growing your own dog-inspired business. You can also screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories. I love to see who is listening out there. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, right?